A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. So I better do the intro for our guest. Yeah. You probably, had, yeah. You've probably heard he's coming on the show. Oh, giving it away, it's a boy. <laughs> <laughs> as far as we know. Right. Or he's a big old girl. <laughs> <He's> been- <laughs> Legs like that could be. Um, he's, he has been on the show. He, he came on the live Guinness Fuller's podcast last year. Um, 74 caps, one Grand Slam, one Rugby Championship. Well done. An OBE. Well done. Lions captain 2013, Australia, the youngest captain. Again, captain in 2017. Um, Wales' second ever youngest captain. Um, Behind Sir Gareth. Oh, holds the record for most games as Wales captain. Um, he's already got a book out. He's been OBE'd, and now he just bloody can't be bothered to play anymore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. It's, it's quite hard though, isn't it? Playing Sam Warburton. Good Round morning, boys. Yeah, great to welcome, be here. Oh, welcome. Yeah. Thank you very much. Sorry, Honoured. Sam Warburton OBE. I mean, you do you do use the OBE, don't you? Don't miss that out again, Shanks. You can. I won't move. <laughs> Oh yeah, I don't think you can beat OBE. I don't think that's a verb. Well, you can. Oh, I was going to say you can't beat it. You can be knighted. That's coming in there. Have you thought it about that? It yet? goes. Yeah, not that I've looked into it, but it goes M O C Sir. So M is the entry. O is next. C B E. Yeah. You're a second base. So yeah, but second you, base. You jumped. Base. You jumped M B E. So I don't, I don't you know could what jump the criteria is. To, yeah, I don't um, know what the criteria is. A lot of a lot of charity walks, mate. The tra- yeah, charity walk and Twitter followers. John O'Groats to Land's End. That's what you, you got to do. You need to be the new uh, Botham. Yeah, have a chat with Botham. You know, see he'll what teach, he did. He'll, yeah, see what he did. Beefy yeah. tell you how to get a sir, a sir, a knighthood because then that, that changes everything, doesn't it? Oh, I, I felt I feel guilty having it because I was there, and uh, you go inside. It's not like a green room, but like the green room. You know, you go in and like you're sort of waiting with everyone. And who are you waiting with? Do we know anyone? Um, don't think anybody that you'll know no and then war veterans yeah well that's it so people are saying oh so what are you here for and you start chatting and one guy's like oh I've done 20 years of service for the Navy as a, as a pilot so you think oh my god what he's seen and like you know Killed. good and bad deaths and stuff and mm. what he's been through with him and his family 
Like, what have you done? I'm like, oh, kind of jackals. Play rugby, like <laughs> carry <laughs> tackle. I was like, I felt so guilty. And there's people there who were like, one woman was um, on the same day, same group. She's like, oh, she was 70, which is amazing for her. She's got an MBE and she volunta- voluntarily fostered over 60 children, just wow. like, really? just off her own bat. Yeah, would, would foster them for a couple of years until they found a better home. And oh, incredible. So, like, you know, they get these are people who are getting these things. And there's. It's me, so I was like, "Oh no, I felt." <laughs> I'm most terrible. famous for getting a red card. Yeah, I got sent. I got, I got sent. I basically, yeah. I got sent off and didn't complain about it. Yeah. <laughs> That's, it. <laughs> That's, it. <laughs> That's what it was. What a good bloke! I mean, you're going to You're going to get OB'd, aren't you? If um, Prince William's coming into the change room asking for Warby. Yeah, of course you are. <laughs> is Mate. Warby here? <laughs> thing is, Haskell will be next. Uh, Haskell will be next, and that'll dilute all your achievements. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> be, you'll be gone there. It won't mean anything. Yeah. That's why Shanks and I turned down the, C- the OBE, didn't we, for the for services to podcastery. Oh, really? Yeah, they yeah. said thank you for dumping another meaningless podcast into the big sort of you know outer space bucket with 98 million podcasts in it that no one listens to. Thank you for that. It was an OBE, <laughs> but we were busy that day, weren't we? Yeah. Flat Doing out. Q&A yeah. in uh, Aberystwyth. That's understandable. You haven't yeah. got an OBE or an MBE, have you? No. Got BMW. Really? <laughs> <laughs> uh, was it at the palace where yeah, you were? So I was yes. quite fortunate. I was at the palace. You don't know who's going to give it to you at the time. So we turned up, and on the screen, because they have like um, there was like an hour ceremony before us. Then we were next. There was people after us, and then so they show you the big screen. It was Prince William. So I was quite sure for that. Yeah, oh, that's Just cool. Without like you know, Mates. it's quite nice because without having to make small talk with him. Because yeah. we, you know, he's met you. You would have met him loads of times yourself. He's always in a change room. You can actually just hello, mate. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I think the bad. Do you come over the said, top for a handshake, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bro? Honestly, well, they say one, two, three, four. You turn up, more. You turn up, and they're like, "All oh, right, so oh, they go through this full thing. Like, right, you turn up, you literally you walk, then you then you stand facing forwards. You wait till the tannoy says your name. You turn, bow forward three steps. He puts your hand out, then you bow again. You take three steps back, and you the people messing this up because they just didn't. They yeah, of course. They said, don't don't acknowledge him when he speaks to you. You you say uh, your royal highness or sir. So like you can only refer to him as that, and then he was he was chatting to me, and uh, I remember at one point I just went, "Oh, mate!" And like <laughs> I didn't even think about it. I thought I just called him mate, but like he didn't care. Did he give you a little wink? Go, All yeah. right, China. Nice <laughs> <laughs> to see you again. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was it was quite it was nice, uh, you know, that he was there to get it because we've met quite a few times. He's been a great supporter of Welsh yeah. Bunny, so it was nice. Did you steal anything or borrow? Um, like toilet paper or. No, but yeah, I, I can imagine it's quilted there. <laughs> no, I, I, I didn't be. actually go to. The, no, I didn't actually use the toilet. Get any food there? Um, no food. What? No food. No, I was at photos, and they they were great. Though to be fair, you turn up, and I thought it was going to be really like. Oh, I don't want to sound um, rude at all, but you think it's going to be very like formal, officious, yeah, a yeah. few pompous people there. Yeah. Um, it yeah. was so laid back and they were all so friendly so nice they made it really like a nice relaxing for you and everybody said the same thing they couldn't believe actually how enjoyable it was really yeah. and they made it really nice for each person individually a lot of corgis running around I'd imagine aren't no I no? wish there was I love dogs you know me but yeah no, yeah. no is corgis it, it's right I, love I think her. that one of uh, Princess Anne is Zara's mum isn't it um, one you of her know. English bull terriers I think it was Floella killed one of the queen's oh, corgis sh- running the house and Genuine, yeah, killed it. I think. I mean, this is allegedly, but I think that is true. So that she's got has these litters of royal English bull terriers, and I've got an English bull terrier. So every now and again, Zara tends to be like, "Are they having a litter? Do you want one?" It's like I really want one, but I can't have one. I got two dogs, and they're twats as it is. So it's like, and that's hard work. But they're they're both they're both pooed in the sitting room last night. Excellent. Yeah, got this morning. Good stuff. Trained then, but don't we all? But then always blames the dogs. Yeah, but then then, (laughs) so easy. But what what uh, what they're saying is, you know, this is 
This is a uh, this litter is in bloodline to Floella, and Floella's taken two, got oh, two wow. scalps. Yeah. <laughs> I think one sheep and one queen's corgi. Yeah. You're like, right, that's, a, that's a good hit list, mate, isn't it? Yeah, did right, you yeah. um do you get a new suit made for the yeah. occasion? Yeah, yeah, no, I got a new suit. You have to, yeah. So I got a nice new suit and stuff. Um, three piece, three piece suit. So Haskell, that isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Contrast waistcoat with a coat. Yeah. Oh, did you, nice. yeah, yeah, yeah double shoes. lapel. Bright pink are. buttonholes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers, our kid. It wasn't a free one from the WIU. That's what all the boys do. You see, if you look at the boys' Instagrams, you can see so many guys, they're just wearing their free edition Stash. suits from there, from the Stash. international I don't know Zedlands. if I mentioned this before, but one of the games we played at the Millennium Stadium, as it was years ago, um, I think it might have been against Australia. And obviously, after the game, sometimes you're allowed out, and we all go out in our um, Welsh blazers. They've got the three feathers on there. Geth and Jenkins didn't even play in the game. Um, was at home watching it, but got dressed in his number ones and come out and met as a John Terry. Yeah, <laughs> John Terry, JT twenty six. Oh no! Just so we'd get all the applause and pats on the back. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! Oh, That's amazing. That is shocking. Yeah. That is shocking. But yeah. I, but I like it. Yeah, yeah, very. Um, but, like, I remember Stephen Donald, uh, the yeah. Kiwi fly off, came to Bath when I was there. The Beaver and. Uh, a properly great bloke, like a genuinely amazing bloke. You'd love him. You couldn't not love him. But he's, he was kind of, I don't want to be too derogatory towards him here. He was kind of like a low-functioning homeless alcoholic. Is that too aggressive? <laughs> it was like, you look at him and you're like, pro athlete. I mean, he's got, he what? kind of had a sight, he had guns on him. But like Phil Mitchell like, working in the uh It was archers. like, this guy, I remember with the coach saying, mate, you look like you haven't got a home to go to. Do you have, you have a home to go to? And he's like, well, no, nah, I had a couple of beers last night, but I didn't go home. You know. Anyway, he'd go out, and he was an all-black through and through because he only would only wear black. So he'd have black trout, black everything oh, at all times. Only he looked not like the man from Milk Tray. He looked like he was wearing 15-year-old black clothes. And it turns out, basically, short of a few bob either, not he? short of a few bob. He's top play player in the league, we heard, and all that sort of was stuff. He? Then went to Japan, and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So he'd done very well. Won a World Cup with the All Blacks. It turns out the only clothes he wore were the kit of the team he was playing for during the day and All Black standard issue kit that he got in the World Cup. Black oh. t-shirts, black shirts, black jeans, black shoes. I can't do that. And he would and he would not buy any clothes. And he's like, where'd you buy your clothes? He's like, oh, man, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know where to go and get like a pair of jeans, a t-shirt, <laughs> nothing. Oh, man, if, if I was going home from training, say I was in blues kit, because you've got to wear your blues kit home because you can't be any like competitor, you know, oh, yeah, you can't yeah. go wearing Adidas, for example, if you're yeah. playing at the blues. So if I like the missus was like, oh, right, you need to get some milk and bread on the way home. I'd have to go home, get changed into casual gear, then go to the shops. If the boys caught you in blues gear. You didn't want to be that bloke, did you? Oh, you, I can't be a full kit. Going no. alone. Yeah, no, full, kit flanker. Full, full kit, kit flanker. Full kit flanker. <laughs> <laughs> I can't be a full kit flanker after training, so I oh, I never I wouldn't dare go into a shop and stuff. It's the worst. That, like even like as a past player now, I feel really strange if I was going to put like some blues kit on and just go for a coffee. Well, I'd, I'd a bit, I'd one of <laughs> you know, those. Just, just you can't do it. it. It feels strange, no, doesn't it? I can't wear kit anymore. No, I wear it for gardening. Yeah, <laughs> I'd, I'd, <laughs> a bit, I'd have a nightmare a couple of months ago where I was in the just little fatness first gym in Bath, uh, doing a pretend workout, sort of sitting mainly still but still sweating so you look like you're doing it and I had a pair of Bath rugby shorts on from the old days when I played just a pair oh, of really? cheap old shorts they're knackered really old like from 1938 and I had a pair of those on in the gym and it's a, it's a like a couple of the Bath lads walked in I don't a couple of them I knew quite well like Charlie Ewells and whatever there's a couple of guys like Academy boys I knew who they were didn't know them that well and I walked past and I didn't think that these boys were the sort to give banter to an ex-pro whatever because I don't know them that well like 
And I was just like, are they going to notice? I was like, oh, no, I can't believe I wore these. And all I heard from behind me was, play for Bath. Like, ah, I'm out. I'm out. Cut it yeah. out. Gone. Gone. I cut, and it's like, try to see a coffee in town. I was like, I'm going to shoot back. Uh, I was like, I can't do it. No, cannot walk through town like, with that's that That's what I worry on. about, yeah. I have that every time. Like, when you go away on a little boys' trip or a golf trip, like, Under Armour bags are really good, aren't they? They're good. It's, They're yeah, so good. Yeah. And I take that with me. And then it's obviously got your name on it. Your squad number. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's part of my life, so I can't, I'm not. I'm not ashamed of it. Just I'm a legend. Sue me. Um, anyway, where, 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 where's your OBE medal? What, what have you um, done with that? Oh, at the moment, it's just in the kitchen. I'm at my house then out, so I wouldn't oh, mind. It's in the drawer, um, is it? With the knives? Yeah, at the minute, it's just in the utensils drawer. No, it's not. It's, it's in your man drawer. It's in the man drawer at the minute. Now you got to wait till I batteries um, I'm doing and a room out. I thought, like, you go in my house, you wouldn't know I played rugby. I, I don't want like memorabilia up everywhere, so it's like a little. I want to do a little extension where I do like a little study room, and I'll have like a wall of. Stuff on there out the way. Need Other a study that, now, I don't, don't want you? stuff. Big yeah. old study. Yeah. Need a study now. <laughs> oh so. god, I got a little one now. See, that's why I need it. Yeah, but oh, also, you're thinking of you're not playing rugby anymore, uh, are you? Well, look, my wife's an accountant as well, so she can do all the invoicing. Oh, and brilliant! Honestly, it's a lifesaver. That's that. so handy. It is good, you know, tax and oh, I, have to, I have to. I have to. We have to pay Michelle to do that, don't we? Yes. And we pay her twenty percent of every pound we earn. We have to pay to her to do our invoicing. <laughs> that's all she does, isn't it? Pretty much. Charge you twenty, does she? Fifth, twelve percent. Yeah, three <laughs> percent. Um, so retired. Um, come out a little bit out of the blue. I know you've done a lot of media on this. Um, there's a great article in the Times, wasn't it? By I yeah. think Stephen, uh, Stephen Jones, James, yeah. James. James I can't yeah. say it. Did it. Um, but we all thought you were going to be fit. Um, you you were looking good. You were training. Then out of the blue, we hear this announcement. That it's no longer. That you can't be asked in this. Yeah. <laughs> you just carved up the corporate world for a year <laughs> and realised this is actually super duper easy. Uh, I was like, I've got a Mercedes to pick me up. Take just, to doing my house. Guns, just doing guns and cashing checks. Yeah. <laughs> just doing wads and. Oh, dear. Going down the um, cash and carry. So what happened then? I. Uh, I just like. Yeah, so I basically had the time off. I came, long story short, I came back with a WIU at about. In April, they said, right, we need to do a little bit now. You can't have nine months off and come back to the pre-season. You're on the physio bed every day. You need to get back into training. So did about four to five weeks of training with the WIU, which went really well. But I did it, and I was still getting problems with my knees with the physio. So I had to go and get a couple of jabs in each knee. Cortisone a jab in jobs. each knee. They were like, um, yeah, like a cortisone. When yeah, you yeah, say yeah, problems, what, what, the jarring or just... Just pain, just okay. general pain. Like Because mm. I, I had a cartilage off when I was 19, so I don't know how to hang on 10 years. You have, you know, yeah. It's like bone-on-bone bone type pain. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It's just, I said, it, it feels like I just run on concrete all the time. That's the only way I can explain yeah. it, you know. And um, I was trying to do like dynamic movements, I couldn't do them. So I had the injections, bit of, a couple of weeks off, back in with the blues, did a cut about a week there, and I was like, still bad, still getting symptoms in my neck. And I was just thinking, like, it's just not worth... The risk, I can't say, but there's a player I was chatting to who's had a, a significant nerve injury in his neck. I'm like, I, I don't have to be me now. You know, I got a little family and that. And uh, I just think it's not, I didn't want to damage my body anymore. I was actually, I was going to training and it was weird, like my mindset. I was more worried about the damage I was doing to my body than I was trying to become a better athlete. You know, it was yeah. just like my mindset just wasn't there then. But I was adamant I was going to come back and go World Cup. I remember I was like making breakfast before one day training or it might have even day one and I was I never won Six Nations Player of the Year and it's something I've, all, I've always wanted to win I mm. see boys who win it I'm like oh, I'd love to win that and I was like right i got to win that this year like from, from like a selfish individual yeah. Yeah. I thought I want, I want to do that and I'd love to be nominated World Player of the Year I know that it's ambitious but I was like but that's, so like in my mind I was there 
I trained for a week then after my after my injections. I just went straight back, leapfrog straight back to where I was before, and I was like, oh, I just knew physically that. I wasn't there. And like I said before, like I'm not I'm not a skillful player. I'm not going to go throw in like Danny Cipriani passes like we saw on the weekend. And yeah. That's not me. If I can't like I play rugby because I you're Ed, specimen. You can't Sean bash Edwards people. always says yeah. like you know. He, he, I love it when he says, "Right, you want you need to hurt people legally." Like you know, I love yeah. I love that. I, I could defend all day. I love defending. And I'm like, I'm not going to be able to throw myself into contact like I want to, mm-hmm. and I don't want to be remembered as a a player who sort of wilted away. You know, so I just yeah, that was my that was what was going through my mind really. Far in the belly, ice in the head. That's how I played. Such <laughs> 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 Discipl- a proper chat. Yeah. <laughs> you can't have a proper chat with him. Discipl- <laughs> never chat about anything serious oh. with him. Discipline, mad dogs. Um, <laughs> You make so when you do you make the decision to do that right? Yeah. Who do you how, sort of how do you make it? Where, where are you sort of sitting when you make it? Because a lot of people are actually you imagine you're going to be at home with your family or with yeah. your head coat, but a lot of people are on the physio bed and they just sit there and know I'm done. Uh, can I say the F word on this? Yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah, he, he he, he, yeah you just bleep it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fine. So I, I remember I went home on the Tuesday and I was on the trampoline, my little one. And I was sore anyway. And like you have like muscle soreness, like DOMS, mm, which yeah. you're used to from day, that's, that's fine. But this is like different joint soreness. I was on the trampoline with my little one. My wife was still in work. And uh, I, I just went to like, she was like, daddy, stand up. And I was like, I was lying down. I do this thing where I can bounce on my back. It's so much easier. Like yeah. stand up and bounce with the kids when you have days training is hard work. So yeah. I was like, no, no, daddy, daddy, sit down. And she like, daddy, stand up. So I was trying to stand up. I was literally peeling myself off the trampoline, trying to stand up. My knees were killing. I was trying to jump and my knees were hurting at the front. And I was like, I couldn't bounce on it. I was like, daddy can't jump. Baddy knee. Ouchie knee. Daddy ouchie knee. And she was going mad wanting me to jump. I was like, I can't even bounce on the trampoline with her. And then at that point then, I struggled that day's training as well. And I was waiting for my wife to come home. I knew I was like, I'm going to have to tell her. And she's going to think it's out of the blue as well. Because she was like... Because I was so determined for the last six months. Yeah, she knew I was in a bad place going back twelve months, you know, before recently. But the last six months I've been fine. So I said to her, and she wasn't surprised because she knew what I was like prior, you know, last season. And mm. uh, then I texted my agent. I was like, mate, I sent him a long text. I was like, Don't ring me back because if you ring me, I'm probably going to get upset. Because I was, I found it, it was hard to finally yeah. admit, like, sort of smell the coffee and realize I couldn't do it. So I said, don't ring me back, Just I'll speak to you in the morning. So you rang, you rang me in the morning, and then we just basically got the ball rolling, made contact with Warren Gatlin, he was the first person I had to speak to. Um, and then the and then the Blues head coach, the CEO at the Blues and WU knew, told the head of medical teams at Blues and WU. So there's only six people knew. Yeah. So basically, head of medical team, both coaches, both CEOs. And then it went through the formality with the WU. <clears throat> they said, right, we're going to release it Wednesday. So then Tuesday night, I only text a couple of the lads just just out of courtesy to let them know, um, and that was it. And they was kept under wraps until about Wednesday morning. You know, things start leaking out in the morning and stuff. But yeah, it was good. And then I was on, I was off to Italy then, by coincidence for a, I was usher for a family wedding, um, so I was out of the country then, which so it worked out okay. okay. It did work. Out. That's not why we did it for that no. time, just coincidence. But so that was it really. So it was it happened. It did happen really quick, which is why I think it surprised so many people. It did happen really quick, but. Oh, like it was a relief when it was done. I bet it was. Yeah, yeah. just this is like you boys be the same. Just the sense of freedom when you finish playing. Yeah, because like you, you've been having this 
you know, it's very regimental. You've been in the army, basically. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it is. Yeah. It's like, you know, you've got to be at eight o'clock this time. And if you're there five past eight, you're 50 quid fine. If you've got the wrong socks on, you're getting fine. You know, like you, you're used to that routine yeah. for 10, 12 but years. It feels strange, doesn't it? Because like on a Monday or Tuesday, you wake up and you're quite relaxed because there's a few days to a game. But then sort of Thursday, Friday, you, you, know, oh, you yeah. start to get a little bit nervous and you start to think about the game. But all of a sudden then, when that's not there... You sort of you can relax really the whole week, oh, knowing that it's not, the, not the pressure of having yeah, a game yeah. on the weekends. But a lot weird. of people think, like I remember, yeah, hearing footballers when I was still playing saying, "I miss the buzz, I miss the buzz." That's why I'm doing this antisocial thing, or that's why I'm in trouble, or they miss the buzz. I hardly know any retired rugby players who miss it. it doesn't mean we didn't love it. I loved it, like you boys did. I didn't haven't missed it for a second. I just felt pure like glad I walked away from it. And be, without being too blunt about it, didn't wheel myself away from it like some people did. Walked yeah. away from it with a few injuries. That's fine. One of my hands is numb. Who cares? But it's like you've got those two. But actually, you quit sort of on your own terms, almost in decent nick. And the relief of pressure is just beautiful. Oh, it's good. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's good to hear because like people think if they hear you say that, they might think like. Well, you're taking your career for granted. Like you're living the dream, doing what you're doing. It's like no, like you say, you love Loved it. it. You love yeah. what you're doing. But it gets to a point where you're like, oh, I just can't keep putting my body through this. Yeah. Like, I just can't keep doing it. And like, I'm actually really happy I've finished. Like, I, I feel guilt when the boys are saying, how does it feel retirement when I'm just chatting to the lads now? I don't want to tell them the real answer because I'm like, well, I love it to be honest at the moment. I love what I've done and mm-hmm. I'm going to miss spending time with them. Yeah, you the... miss going in every day. Yeah, and... I miss the, like chatting to them and being on away trips with them and sharing victories with them. Like, of course, you're not going to replace that. But like... Oh, it is like people say oh, I bet you're going to miss it I'm like no I don't think I don't want to sound naive I don't think I will because I'm not going to forget what it takes to get back to that level it's a yeah. lot of hard work and yeah. effort I mean, and we, pain, we often yeah. think could could we get back to a level of of decent fitness yeah. me yes you know um, <laughs> no but I could get back to the level of fitness I was when I was at my peak because there's only about 3% fitter than I am now But <laughs> just, just quickly which, which hand is numb well, half of my right hand is numb the one with the nail varnish on Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, the one, I, the one I'm, I've shaved. I'm glad you're enjoying this war because it is a form of, of counselling. <laughs> That's why we got you in, you know, to make sure. People can't tell there's three other people with notepads behind us. Yeah. Yeah. They? <laughs> Shaking their heads and putting crosses on their paper. This is bad. That's why we hooked you up to a heart rate monitor. And everything. <laughs> um, you can, the thing is, you can still, you've always been fit and strong and you can still do that. You can still be fit and strong. You can still Yeah, I still want to be active. Stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you so. can still do all that and it will, you know, it will drop in intensity a bit because you're not having to nail people anymore, smash people about. But it's just, I, you're, you're right. It's like, I, I spent quite a while saying how devastated I was to people, like my parents. Because you feel so, it's the right thing to say. Yeah. yeah. And you feel I'm, guilty. Yeah, yeah, I, you, I was in this hotel in Manchester. I was doing some TV thing and I've been retired about a month or whatever it was. First game of the season, I was doing TV, whatever. And I remember sitting there, I texted someone and I just, I texted him back. I think it was Stuart Hooper actually who played at Bath. I said, I think I've just lied to you there. I actually love it. I'm actually really, really glad I'm not a rugby player anymore. I loved playing. I was mega up for it all the time. Trained hard all the time. Now yeah. I'm really, really glad I'm not doing it anymore. But biggest, you still love the game, just love in a different it. way. I think love the biggest it. difference is is that when you get older, there's more injuries and you know you put your body through a lot more strain. I think when you're yeah. young and you're carefree and yeah. your body's fine, that's what I miss the most, like running out and training when your body, when there's no issues with your body oh, at all. Yeah. When I look back now and I think of training years and playing ago, man. bad... Yeah, it is. Mm. Bad knees, bad shoulders. Yeah. Work, yeah. they're, they're not so fond. Yeah, I remember being. I was with. Uh, we were at Saracens. I would. Have, I'd have been twenty, twenty-one years old, and I was probably a bit like you, Warby. I don't remember, but, but I was 
everyone plays their hundredth game for their club and you see these guys running out first for their hundredth game or whatever it is and they're 25, 26. You know, I played my hundredth game when I was 21 at Sarri, so straight out of school. So I played loads of rugby in the front row from 18 onwards. Like Michael Owen, weren't you, the footballer? Well, Michael Owen, and it's unfortunately he made it. Um, but but my, my body packed in because of that for three and a half years off I had or three years off or something. So that's the way it goes. But I remember being 20, 21 and like we were doing, you know, we're jogging around the pitch to warm up and Francois Pienaar was our captain then and I had coaching stuff at Sarri's. I remember him running behind me saying, what is wrong with you? And he's like, you look like you're running on eggshells. I'd never heard that expression before. And at 20, 21 years old, my ankles and knees were just ruined and they were sore pretty much until I was 32 when I retired and jabs everywhere, full of needles. Do you know what, like, a cart horse, that was a thoroughbred. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, see, I'm walking a dog. I said this in a in an article the other day. Sorry to repeat myself. If anyone's read it, but like people see you walking a dog on a Wednesday morning, so you typically have a midweek day off when you're a rugby player. You go like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday off, Thursday, Friday, play Saturday. So you walk around on a Wednesday. So people just see you on a Wednesday off mm. walking the dog, and I'll see like some builders, and they go, "Oh, Sam, Sam!" Like I don't know him. They go, "Oh, you're living the dream and all that." And like it's like, yeah, obviously you're privileged, and like you do know yeah. you're so fortunate for Wales. But I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, they've only been complimentary. But in my head, I'm thinking you've you got no know. idea, mate. You, no. you don't you don't realise I'm actually in I'm in pain walking the dog right yeah. now, yeah. and I'm I've been uh, been slated in the press for the game on the weekend, and that, and I'm nervous now for the game on Saturday, and I'm finding training really difficult, and you I, I got to shoot off to London tonight to do a, a sponsor's appearance. I got to come back and train Thursday morning. I'm like you don't know they don't see Four all hours that. Kip, straight in the gym. Yeah, the little ones up last night three times, or yeah. and then you're like all they see is you walking the dog in a midweek and then playing for Wales on the telly. They're at um, work, you're walking the dog, and you, yeah. play on, you play on telly at the weekends, living the dream. I mean, like, said that to Ed Sheeran. <laughs> It'd be true, wouldn't it? You know, you exactly. They don't the work. Dream. They don't work. They know what work is. Oh, them lot. But yeah, that's it. I feel bad because obviously, like, like I love you. Bedroom. Love what you do, innit? You love what you do, innit? Yeah. But it's like, yeah, it's, it's there's some difficult. But also, to you it. know, sorry, Shanko, you know, you know when you've had it. Like, I mean, you, you knew when you were trying to come back and you're on that trampoline and you're training and it's just you're just going backwards and yeah. everything hurts and hurting is fine, but it's like actually, I need to be better than I've ever been to maintain my position and I know my body can't do that yeah. it's not about willpower it's about your body's gone yeah. that's why no 50 year olds are playing in the premiership or in the pro 14 or playing for Wales you know there's a reason for it but like, I actually had the whole last season I played for Bath and I knew like we had fitness scores I was never the fittest my fitness scores were better than ever my weightlifting scores were better than ever I was still a fat git, but I was leaner than I'd ever been. I was in the green zone, so I wasn't even fat camp well, you mentioned the F word twice after have I? Out, yeah. oh sorry did you? fat I'm oh, sorry, <laughs> can't say fat anymore. I was bigger, bigger. I was well Plum. furnished, but I knew so my shoulders were knackered and I couldn't bind in the scrum. And I was running out there every weekend in my last season for Bath. And I had three year deal. This was year one of a three year deal. Running out, and I, by halfway through the season, I was asking the coach to stop picking me. I was like, I'm actually embarrassed now. Mm. I can't bind in the scrum, not because I'm not trying, because my arms don't go up there. Yeah. I'm strong enough, they just don't move. So I knew I'd had it. And then it almost like I got this injury, which was like, oh my God, this is awful. You can't play anymore. And about five minutes after they said, you can't play anymore. I rang my dad and was like, mate, just so you know. My dad was like, oh, thank God for that. That's what my mum said. Yeah, yeah thank is. God for yeah. that. Yeah, you've had it, mate. They yeah. worry you about you. Can tell you've, well, you can, no, it's like you can tell you've had it. Yeah. The rugby's still all right. I was never a great player, but the, the main thing you had was scrummaging and you can't bind anymore. You've had it, mate. Yeah. So and they would have watched you, you know, from, from a young yeah. age all the way through. So they, they can tell as and well. And you walk so. off the pitch and you see your parents on the side and they know 
you know, my dad would know, like, there's this picture and my mum took it and I'd walk off and always see my dad and give him a hug or whatever. Because <clears throat> my brother's disabled. <clears throat> he would always, they'd always be pitch side, get really good seats because of his wheelchair. You get the best parking ever <laughs> with the handicaps. So you get the best seating ever and they'd always be close. And I remember coming off and my dad just looked at me and my mum knew and it's like, he is no longer happy yeah. to be a rugby player. He needs yeah. to stop. You know? One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Guys, I'm gonna have to, we're going to have to bring this conversation back up to no, a it. positive level now. Yes, we will. Sorry, I mean, it's my fault. Yeah, no, it's not. It's, we're, <laughs> we're all in the same boat here. But um, what type of sort of former rugby player do you think you're going to be now you're going to be one that just keeps fit non-stop or are you going to yes. take a bit of time off get fat I promised my wife Ooh, I even said I it. promised my wife this because I've always had to eat I mean she married like, the body didn't she she didn't well well, <laughs> you'd, you'd think so I said to him like if right. you wanted to chat she'd have married like, your brother because he looks the same he's yeah. got the rig <laughs> <laughs> I said um, I finished now and I've always had to eat more to be heavier so I'm like right ignore the face now love like don't don't mean this at all so I'm like yeah check a bag on the head but I'm gonna get I'm gonna go for the Instagram bar now I'm, I'm not gonna put it on Instagram but I'm like right I'm gonna it. get abbed up I'm gonna get lean so I'm What's like the point in doing it then if you're not I'm gonna, gonna put it on there I, I, I don't want to show off I, yeah. I've never been a top off kind of person Te- anyway tease them a bit. but um, yeah I said to her like right I'm, I'm training like six times a week now I'm going really? flat out yeah I'm counting my calories and everything you know so I'm like I going hard you have hard. to be a little bit more careful were you like that no not really I didn't get um, I didn't count them when I got paid to count them like now. <laughs> it's yeah i mean it's it's hard isn't it you know trying to keep fit when you uh when you retire because yeah you know before you're paid to do it you know yeah, so you're paid to eat, you know you pay to eat the right things you're paid to, to train every day and when you've got to do it on your own time mixed yeah. in with work the you know, key, that the, has to take a, a back yeah. step sometimes but i found the key is to i found everyone's different like if you are a machine who loves training fine but you've got to find a version of training that you really enjoy yeah. so find something you enjoy if that's Going long runs, lots and lots of lads do. Good on you. If that's doing sprints, even though you're 40 years old and you don't need to yeah. be fast anymore, fine. If that's weights, whatever. 
But looking at you now, will be it's early days, but it doesn't look like you've let yourself go too badly. No, I, like I said, I still train six times a week, and like I was up, I was up seven o'clock this morning training. And um, Robin Simon Taylor, ex-player, Ion Gym, we played with Ion down in Cardiff, mm. really Manishan. good gym. Membership yeah. still available. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Last few remaining. Yeah. yeah. So I, I trained down there a lot because you know, I, I like a lot of it's like the rugby stuff, a lot of circuits and stuff. Like you like that. the circuits, not just weights. I'm never going to run ever again. Yeah, good I man. hate running. Yeah, I hated running. Uh, I always say when I finish playing, I'm never going to run voluntarily ever again, yeah. unless I'm, you know, I need to like charity get your knighthood or something. Unless you're on a knighthood, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I still train flat out because uh, I was a gym monkey. Shanks, you remember when I come through? I was a gym monkey coming through the system. I yeah, loved yeah, it yeah. Anyway. everyone loves it. Everyone loves it. Yeah. So I still do. keep. If they training. don't love the gym, they're weak. <laughs> yeah, 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 they're not strong. It's because they're not strong enough. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah exactly. So yeah, no, I'll be till I'll be training flat out still. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Just want to show the veins off as well today, didn't you? Well, but there's no cameras, is there? Oh, we'll talk something. I'll yeah. do a selfie. I, I'm wearing. I'm very summery. I got white trainers on and like a nice summer top. I well, I looked at my app yesterday. It says it's going to be 24 degrees in Cardiff today. So I packed my bag ready for 24 degrees and it's overcast. So not I'm not quite just, yet. Yeah, yeah. Still pack your bag the night before. I still have to have that routine. I pack my bag the night before. I get my kit ready. I get up. So that's get, the difference. Yeah. That's the difference. That's why I never made it because I just didn't care enough. <laughs> Didn't pack your bag. I yeah. really when I played when I played games, I really tried hard. And when I really tried hard, but it was like pack your bag the night before. Nah, Jonathan no. Ross is yeah. on. Oh, Jonathan <laughs> Ross is on. Yeah, the bodyguards on. Johnny Johnny De- yeah. Johnny Depp's on. Oh, Jonathan yeah, Ross. I'll stay up till midnight. Thanks. You why, do you not watch it? Well, I've been told it's good to watch. I, and she's last, night, last night's episode go, yeah. was really good. Apparently, it's brilliant. Yes, she was really angry with me last night because I was wrestling a bar of fruit and net. And she she was listening to it that intently, so it must be good. But I yeah, can't stand uh, that someone breathing or eating something. Oh, I couldn't make a noise when I'm. Yeah, I couldn't make a noise. Apparently, it's made me really good. But there's there's a movie that uh, you know marry. Nick Wood, the old Gloucester prop from the old days who played Bald Eddie. Oh, yeah. yeah. So he's a, he's a friend of mine, and he texted me about four years ago or three years ago, and said, "There's a film. You should never say this to anybody, but there is a film that I know you're going to love because as soon as you say that, it'd be yeah. bored, it'd be rubbish. Yeah. It's called The Guard." about an Irish policeman you've seen it Tommy haven't you and it's got Brendan Gleeson in the guy from In Bruges big Irish guy he said watch it but do me a favour make sure you watch it on your own or in silence so whoever's with you is not allowed to talk nothing because yeah. you'll miss it and I watched it and I'm thinking it can never be as good as someone says it is and I texted him back and said that is the best that oh, is really? my favourite film of all time I haven't seen it so it's, really good. it's an that. Irish film I watched that I, I called it like a British, British film it's not British it's Irish, Irish. but that's why it's I reckon man. some oh, of the series on, on Netflix and Amazon are really good because of um, their foreign films with subtitles because it makes you watch it yeah like, like Fowder like Fowder um, like Gamora yeah you know, oh, that's good. Some Gamora's really good, good ones, yeah. but because it's subtitles, you know, you can't mess around. You have to, you have to follow. Well, I was it. like that with Game of Thrones. Like, even though obviously oh, yeah. I understand that, I put subtitles on because I have to know every single detail. You know, you can't hear oh, yeah. a pin drop when you're watching that. I'd do that yeah. with Harry Potter, just so I know the spells. <laughs> um, uh, I like that quickly. with Game of Thrones. Yeah. I heard, um, oh, I someone it. yesterday, you know, Mark Durden Smith, who the, the Channel Five stuff with, he, he revealed yesterday that he's never watched Game of Thrones. No, oh, my, and goodness. it's like it's like someone. It's like the bloke next door to you winning the Euro Millions. So like I envy you. I envy you so oh, aggressively, yeah, so unattractively it. jealous because you can start again. I, I don't. I don't like fiction, but I, I love. I love same, Game of Thrones. Exactly the same. Yeah, yeah. Love it. Yeah. Um, love it. So what are you going to be up to now? We've seen a couple of things in in social media about what you're going to be doing media wise. Yeah. Uh, well, now. yeah. I'm involved a little bit with some TV stuff, you know, which She's is done the boys' um, jobs. I actually quite enjoy that anyway. <laughs> See. You didn't Sorry. want the job anyway, did you, Shanks? No, no, I'm, I'm happy doing what I'm doing. Is Nugget, Nugget going to be all right? Is he on the old... Oh, we're teammates again now, aren't we? Yeah. Teammates again. Mate, yeah. I just saw Nicky Robinson outside, didn't we? And I said, uh, poor old Nugget, poor old Martin Williams is 
Wilby's nicked his job. He said, yeah, Nugget's straight on the old rock and roll, he said. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. I think Nugget will be all right. No, he'll, he'll be all right. He's good. Um, no, to so do a little bit of TV stuff and then, um, yeah, hopefully stay involved with, I'm, I'm you know, I'm, nothing's been sorted yet but stay involved in some sort of capacity with both the Blues and WIU but oh, cool. a little yet. bit of grassroots stuff maybe I quite like the um, I, I say express an interest I quite like the like, that gap oh, sorry. <laughs> <Tom>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I quite like the gap the academy lads you know so when people say do you want to coach I'm like oh I don't know about coaching at top level again I mean mm. yeah on, on a Sunday, I'll be honest, I don't want to be watch analyzing five hours of rugby on a Sunday. So yeah. time consuming, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, very yeah. much time consuming. And, um, and if you're not passionate about it, dull. Yeah, <laughs> it's dull. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but I, I do quite think I quite you know if I had to coach the academy age group boys, you know, who make that transition from semi pro whatever to pro rugby, that would be quite interesting. But I, I don't really know at the minute, so I just keep my options open. So it's one of those things where Der- your agent's Derwin, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. lovely bloke. Um, yeah, enormous human being, but um, <laughs> too big for any room in England. Oh, yes, uh, he, he ducks Wales. through every house. Yeah, he's enormous. He? Yeah, he's going to live in Holland. You know, they're the tallest people in the world, the Dutch. Really? Officially, yeah, he's going to live in Holland. Anyway, but Big D, is it a case that a lot of people are keen for you to turn up and talk about stuff, and you could probably be in your tux, you know, oh, three or yeah. four nights a week in London? So it's actually about well, yes, in the short term, that's nice because that. You know, that's you've got to earn a living, yeah. But actually, you've got to measure it out a bit and start picking and choosing a bit. All that stuff, yeah. There's there's a lot of stuff like that going around. But like you also say, it's not rewarding. Talk about how good you used to be. Mm. Like, so I I don't mind doing it once every now and then if it's around international campaigns. But I did it for a little bit last year, and after a while, I was like, oh, I'm already a bit bored of this. You know, yes. I mean, that will always come because you know you're you're double Lions captain. You know, so there's always going to be a want for that. But the, the, but it'll always be there. But I guess it's picking and choosing. I know Lewis yeah. Moody said the same to me. I saw him driving through Bath one after he'd retired, and he said, "I'm just on my way to do my third dinner in three nights in London." Oh. And he stopped doing it. Yeah. And basically, what it, he was England captain, he won the World Cup, that sort of stuff. So yeah. he's got a great story. Yeah. And it's interesting. He said to me, he actually said to me, "I don't know how you do so many dinners." I was like, it's completely different. I'm not. You're hosting. I yeah. I'm hosting. I don't. No one invites me to talk about. When I was good in 2003 at scrummaging against Northampton, I mean, no one cares. for a try against Phil Christopher's in in Buenos Aires, a play of the year. (laughs) LeBron, give it to LeBron. (laughs) But like, but it's completely different. So I'm there to interview people like you. So it's not unrewarding for me to hear about you. It's you talking about. So it's it's a completely different job. And I can I can see where you're going, and that's why I think you end up with guys like you know the English equivalent of you might be a Jono. Jono just doesn't do that much of that stuff because, yeah. you know, yes, you need to earn a living, but actually I'd rather be happy than have a bit more money and hate yeah. what I'm and doing. And basically what we're saying is that if you don't want Sam, Flats and I will do it. No problem. <laughs> I mean, that game I'm talking about in 04 against Saints, God, we took them to the cleaners, boys. I took them to the cleaners. Um, we've got loads of questions um, that people have tweeted in um, nice. for you. Um, I think we should we should probably... I don't mind answering anything, so yeah, it's going to surprise me. Um, right. I should look at this as well, shouldn't I, Tom? Yeah. I'm a professional, and it's sort of a joint podcast. Um, I mean, not- here's a good one from Luke Smith on Twitter. It says, best and worst rig in the current <laughs> Welsh squad. Oh, wow. I saw that one, actually. I was hoping... Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> no, I'll answer it. You can go for best. Right, go for no, best. no. Well, he's not in the squad anymore, but he is a Welsh player. Reese Webb is in fantastic shape. Oh, man. Yeah. Great, and he's got the tan to go with it. Yeah, but what he does, tanned he, it's up, like he paints himself like a bodybuilder tan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is, he a, is he a jabber tan? He shades himself. Does he jab it? It's pregender, is you know, pregender, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Lee burnt, yeah, as we call him. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, we did. Remember, we came down and did that um, that video in the Welsh camp. We uh, oh. Flats and I did a video in the Welsh camp, and Reese Webb said he he would be on it only if he could take his top off. <laughs> yeah. oh, so he was, he was that confident. He sent me a it? message yeah. the other day. And, he's uh, even got he's got no hairs or anything. He's hairless. Like, he's he sent me a message a DM on Twitter the other day, and he's like. Uh, um, obviously the first message was can you still get discounts on those bags I was like no, <laughs> no yeah. I can't and he feels guilty and he's oh, like well. anyway how are you no, but, no. <laughs> I hope the family are well cheers how, mate how are you flaps no it's not flaps <laughs> um, but then he's like when are you and Shanks coming over on tour to do a little feature on us and uh, I said well it? come if you get the rig out and he said the rig is more than ready I was going to start getting <laughs> oh, some mate, naughty pics right. he's always been in good shape too fair to him worst rig no one's really got that bad rig. Uh, everyone's pretty really. deep. I mean, like, yeah, you, you obviously got to go towards the props. Of course you it, are. But they've got to be heavy, so it's a little bit yeah. of a... Uh, Thomas Francis has not got an Instagram body. Well, yeah, of course. He's, he's going to admit himself he's not got abs. Of course he's having, do you know what I mean? But so, he's a massive uh, unit. But he's a mohawk. Reese Thomas, former hooker, not uh, prop. prop. He, not he, had, he had a pretty terror... But he, he didn't have a he didn't have a bum, you know. It was just like a slit in his back, like back, back we, the crack. It's like someone had just right. You don't have a you don't have a a, a sphincter. We'll just put a, a scalpel right down it like that. We got a boy work. in the blue Scott Andrews in the blues. Burber we call him. Oh yeah, the, his nickname is Snake Ass. <laughs> 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 oh, I love that. Oh, that's brilliant. That's a good one. You know, you know, you know Justin Harrison, good, the old Justin, the second row, the Aussie second row. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he was he's six foot seven, and he's an absolute streak of piss. Like he's really he's skinny. He's got no rig at all, and he's super long, and he's just got a big gut, and he calls himself the pregnant snake. <laughs> <laughs> I heard one the other day. Fortnite arms. You heard of that? No. Fortnite arms. Fortnite arms. What's that? Two weak arms. <laughs> <laughs> I like it right here's here's a question from Philippa Andrews um, on Twitter and so what two back row players of all time would you most like to play with Um, so let's do one let's do one from your Wales days so it's your favourite Welsh back row and then let's do maybe of all time or I might Philippa if you don't mind I might take licence and say of guys you've played against or with so let's do guys you've played for Wales with the two best guys I've played with and then two guys, two two best guys you played against. You'd like to play uh, in the same team in as. the height of their powers. I'd say the one one was in 2012, Dan Lydia, because that's when he got Player of the Six Nations, and the that's chopper, when the, the chopper defensively was oh just God. like no no one's yeah. come close to him yet. Um, so he was awesome to play, and he made me look good. Like you know, I, he was it's for a, a couple of years. Work, isn't it? It's yeah. always balanced. I, in the I back still, rows. Yeah. yeah, I still watch you guys play, and it was literally like you are hovering around. You were hovering around. You're hitting people too, yeah. but you're looking for ball to Nick, and he's like he is literally putting ball on a doormat in front of you. Oh, for you honestly, to pick up. Like, I would have straight down as well. So you bang, go over chop, it. and you're yeah. nicking ball for Two, fun. 2011, yeah. 12, 13. I would, would have probably won more turnovers at the end of the year because I just played more rugby with him. So I literally, if I'm folding around the corner and he's in the defensive line, I just hang around behind him. Yeah. I just wait and then if, if he makes a tackle then you can fly in but yeah so Dan Lindy was great to play with for me from that point of view uh, and then probably the most gifted one I played with who's still around now obviously is Toby Fallot yeah. was just mate, he does everything yeah. he, he does everything he, he's and he's oh, I, I can't speak highly enough of him um, he's up there with Kieran Reid with me so um, yeah it's Dan but and it's Toby because you meet him obviously you met him many times and he's not it doesn't matter that he's quiet and shy and all that sort of stuff but physically like you know, without blowing, you walk in and you've got massive pipes, you've got, you know, you kind of look at it, you've got a big neck, all that sort of stuff. Toby Fanatel looks like a slightly bigger than average yeah. bloke who could be a car mechanic. Yeah, don't go like he's six foot three still, and he's obviously, he's not a small bloke, but you, see, bloke, but you but see, but you see like the two Alangis, for example. Yeah. Uh, but the thing with Toby, I remember I played against him once, and uh, I remember the first time he ran into me, 
And I was like, oh, I just go for a bit of a soak up here. Oh my Steel, God. Steel, man. He's made oh of iron. God. Well, yeah. you can see it off a kickoff, right? You'll always break that first tackle. Yeah. I tackled him, and it was one of those ones where I was disorientated for about three, four seconds because it was yeah. out of a whack. Uh, he's just so deceptively powerful. It's just, it's just genetics, isn't it? But yeah, totally yeah. brilliant. So got, in terms of guys you've played against, so you you're at, you can put yourself at six or seven. Who do you want at? Oh, Pocock. I always say Pocock. Same age, yeah. aren't you? Yeah, same age. Both yeah. 88, yeah, born 88. So we come, we played 20s against each other. and that. Not against each other. We didn't cross paths. We were in the same Junior World Cup and stuff. And uh, Pocock, oh my goodness, so difficult to play against the seven. I mean, he was so good in the Lenslow Cup. Um couple of weeks ago you see the yeah. video, there was a, someone compiled a video of all the hits he took at breakdowns Pocock in that game oh, some of them legal some of them not some of them textbook some of them not and it's like the, is that a poem yeah and then he had <laughs> and then he ate a bag full of snot yeah. to stop the rot and then went to sleep in his cot why not so <laughs> he, uh, hot to trot anyway with his but, dog spot <laughs> but he was it was brutal absolutely yeah. brutal yeah like when I play against any seven I always think I'm going to have you know the making of it and that's just what you think but then when I played against Pocock, I always thought, oh, all right, I'm going to have to be on my metal here just to be yeah. at his level. You know, he, he, I thought he was that good. Was um, David mm. Speed has asked a question, probably Speedy is probably his nickname. Um, in three years, who can you see being the next Lions captain? Very good question. Farrell, maybe? F- Farrell for me would be um, the obvious choice, yeah, mm. but it just depends. If he's at 10... I don't. I don't like captains at ten because they got so much to do anyway. Yeah, I think that. Yeah, they got so much. To, they they're basically like you know they're the quarterback effectively. You know, and um, you know, they got they got they got the whole playbook on their mind. So you, they, you don't want them worrying about. They want to go out and practice. They're kicking for a game. You don't want them worrying about the the coin toss and all that stuff yeah. and chatting to the boys. But yeah, foul would, for me would be the best. Would be the best candidate. Have you had any coin toss nightmares? Like where you've gone to toss it and it just. I, I remember well Nugget Martin Williams he always told me Wales tales for Wales never fails <laughs> uh, obviously 50-50 it does but my 49 games as captain for Wales every single time I went tails you know and even there was photographers or uh, cameramen who like you start to recognise when they're there or even referees and I go to the coin toss and they're like tails I'm like yeah yeah they just knew I was going to call tails do you think yeah, it yeah. matters at this level now because there's there's not really that much of an advantage especially when you're playing top level because there's no real wind nah. anymore because the, the stadiums are, are enclosed, enclosed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it makes the, you know all you do is it's easy, right? Do you have a favourite way, uh, favourite way to play in uh, Principality Stadium? The only thing you do when you're in a place which has no wind is you take kick off so you can put a kick long and try and bury someone. That's literally it, and try and get yourself in the game and try and get a line out forty out yeah. so you get the first attacking line out. That's the only reason. It makes no difference. It makes absolutely no difference the outcome of the game. The, co- uh, the toss of a coin. So I don't really care about coin tosses. You know, like. Yeah, the it's wind can have a bit of a factor, really. but it's the same with both teams. Do you ever do a, an aggressive catch above the head? No, I, I got a bit nervous. You've got to grab it like that, <laughs> same hand. A couple of times, like, I did do the coin toss. Normally, the referee will just flick it, but when I played against McCall for the first time, so I was like 22 or whatever, 21 even, probably 20, yeah, 21. 16. And he was obviously like a, a hero of mine. I had to, we were playing at home, so like, oh, Sam, you, you know, toss the coin. And I was like a little bit nervous to talk, talk, and it was a it was a shit toss as well. But uh, yeah, I got a little bit nervous on my younger days doing it. But as you get older, you just think, right, let's just get this done with. If you can't toss a coin, then where have you been? Like my mate Bubs, he can't even toss a coin. Can he? No, he just puts on his thumb and throws it in the air. (laughs) I'm doing the actions now. I don't know why because you can't even see (laughs) it. Um, My eight-year-old can toss a coin. That's pathetic. Um, Question from Andrew Thomas, and I don't actually know the background to this, uh, but it was 
because I haven't read it. Uh, thoughts on Stuart Barnes' comments in the Sunday Times about you and the jackal or something? Have you read it? Have you read? I haven't seen that. Sorry, no. No, I've not. See what <clears throat> you carry on reading. Yeah, find um, it. Yeah, see what you exactly. Yeah, have you ever one. deliberately stitched anyone up on tour? Um, uh, the best roommate. Um, uh, one of the best gags that used to happen on tour was like um, well, this one happened with the Scarlet's particular example. Um, but like, if you're quite new. Well, I remember when I was new at the Blues and, like, you got to get your food at the, at the canteen. And we had, remember Mo? You remember yeah. Mo Shanks? And um, I know what you twi- think. Someone set up a Twitter account for her. <laughs> That's well. right, yeah. yeah. So she was a, a lady. Oh, she was lovely. An older she, lady, lovely. Old, older lady, lovely, you know, did all our food for us. And I was, like, um, I was obviously new into the Blues and I got, like, a pint of squash in one hand. I got my plate in the other. I was waiting for her to put my meat on the plate and then one of the boys just whacked everything down in front of her. And I got nothing to pull my shorts back up with. And she was like, don't worry, love. I've seen it all before. It's fine. So there's all those initiations. But the best one was, I heard the Scarlet's boys were in the airport. And they got this on video. It was brilliant. So the boy was going through security or whatever. Loads of people around. Whacked his pants down. Um, so it's like they sort of double teamed. And they whacked his pants down. But then they stood on his pants at the same time. Yeah. So obviously you bend over to pull your pants up instinctively. So, you, you so your ass is out. So you're bent over. You can't put your pants up because one of the lads is standing on your pants. Style. And then simultaneously, as you're bent over, a guy comes in front of you and pulls his T-shirt over his head. <laughs> so, so he's in the middle of the airport with his basically naked and he can't move. And it's... Uh, I might, that was horrendous. I might mention this one before. One of the one of the best ones you got was Scott Morgan. Scott Morgan was a back row, second row. Um, he played at Leeds, I think, a little bit. He was at Cardiff. And um, he's got a company called Nutrivent now. So they, they put sort of healthy vending machines into... Um, gyms and oh no interest in have you anyway uh, terrible idea we got we were play, we what's played the point working out we played in Twix we played in beer it's and on the way back I wrote a little note to give to give to the uh, air hostess to give to the captain and uh, the captain did his his sort of thirty five thousand foot speech after sort of twenty minutes in the air and he said we've just had a uh, a call actually from beer it's airport. Um, who have been contacted by Beerich Rugby Club to say that Scott Morgan has left his legs in the change rooms. <laughs> 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 they're they're, they're going to be couriered over and should be with you <laughs> in a couple of days. <laughs> Wasn't it true? Um, somebody told you, I don't know if it was you or Alfie, Gareth Thomas. It wouldn't and mean. they said he used to be on a, um, whenever he used to go on the plane, not all the time, but once every now and then, he'd be on the plane with the Blues or whoever he played for. And he'd leave his belt deliberately undone. because so obviously the, the air stewardesses have to make sure everyone's belts are done up. He'd put a banana in his pants, <laughs> but pretend he was asleep. So she'd have to clearly point her and say, sorry, sir, you need to put your belt Yeah, on. that was Jamie Robinson used to oh, do Oh, Jamie that. Robinson. Um, so. Alfie didn't need to do that. <laughs> no. no, he didn't need to. Um, with a banana. Yeah. Uh, the article, by the way, is you've said something will be oh, about, about the, the jackals, breakdown, the jackaling. Yeah. yeah. And Stuart Barnes disagrees with it. But what, what did you... Surprise, he loves surprise. you and he's very nice about you, by the way. But what did you say about basically how yeah how exposed the jacklers are? Uh, basically, I said... Um, oh, Stuart Barnes knows, must know a lot about jackling, to be fair. Um, <laughs> yeah, what I said was that I think there's a lot of tackle law changes to try and stop concussions and, and injuries and stuff like that. But um, if you actually think of how vulnerable a jackal player is... If, if you disagree with me, right... Mm. Bend over, pick up your car keys, and let Nick Williams, who plays for the Blues, run into the back of you and, and hit you as hard as he can. Yeah, and, and as Stuart Barnes says, peel your then, hamstring off the bone. And then tell me that yeah. you shouldn't protect the jackler. That's all I'll say. If anybody doesn't think you should protect the jackler, do that, for example. And mm. you can maybe have three players simultaneously flying to the back of you. But unless you've been in that position, you don't know. Yeah. Do, you think you, do you think there should be some 
sort of padding created for around that neck and back area. That's a good mean, point, actually. That, that, I mean, we have shoulder pads, but because yeah. when you're in that position, it's the top of your neck and sort of the top of your back, which is just yeah. meant, like really badly exposed. That's actually a really good point. I never but, thought of that. Yeah, but then, but then, you've, to... got, then you've got, des- I suppose everyone's got to wear it because everyone jackals now. Yeah. Whereas I never, ever jackal because I knew my shoulders were dislocated if yeah. anyone hit them, so I couldn't do it. But I... It, so what are you suggesting in terms of protecting? I them? think like you never go. I don't want to get rid of the jackler because you need turnovers to make the yeah, game yeah. exciting. Um, but I think like I think when you I don't want to sound all techie now. Say like when you're doing your say you're in your own twenty-two and you need to box kick. You can't only have two players in a in a ruck then because the, your nine's going to get charged down. Yeah. So you need like maybe four players to protect your yeah. nine. But I think maybe you could have a rule like from fifty yards out from a try line. So when you're attacking, you can't commit more than two players to a breakdown. So basically, there is a jackler he is only going to get hit twice and plus it puts better emphasis on the clean out because your clean out has to technically be better so you're yeah. not just going to try and just melt someone you can actually try and be technical and so I watched the Ospreys on the weekend and if you want to see a good technical clean out watch Justin Tipperick because he's not the biggest guy but the way I, I, I teach to clean out a jackal you don't need to go smack him in the back of the neck you like you, you want to get him off his feet so you've got to basically just pull a leg so you come yeah. in at like a 45 degree angle and just get his leg off the floor and just tip him yeah. tip him to the side hooks and, and handles it's, yeah hooks and handles like, you know it's old school isn't it? but that's the most effective way to clean out a jackler get him off his feet it's not smoking him in the back of his neck that sometimes actually reinforces the jackler makes you stronger yeah. so yeah, yeah. I don't know little rule subtleties like that I think and it puts more emphasis on the, on the technique of the clean out as well yeah that's interesting and I I remember you play with certain guys who are so so big and strong like your Nick Williams types that yes they need a bit of technique but really they're genetic freaks and they can just bash people they're, off they're the ball they're not going to technically learn all they need to do is run into a ruck and hit it as hard as they can and yeah. nine times out of ten you're gone but I remember at, even playing at club level Nick Abendon who's the fullback was just the best the best clearer outer the best clearer outer in the squad for years I mean he was brilliant tiny little bloke yeah. not that strong just brilliant technique yeah. mm-hmm. so he'd almost get his head under yours and dig you out and drive you out with great body position and that sort of stuff and he was a model to everyone but then you get big blokes who are tired yeah. it's a big effort for Nick Williams to get down low and practice perfect technique because he yeah. weighs 30 kilos more than Tipperick yeah. so they will just bash you and I remember certainly certainly when people were jackaling it was I remember being a you know like everyone else being a 19 20 stone bloke taking a run up as hard as I could shoulder back of the neck because yeah. that'll dissuade you you still see people flying and going oh right man worse now and worse I think, now I think any if they really want to stamp that out, anyone who's off their feet at the breakdown yeah. potentially could be a penalty against. Mm. I tell you um, what got me off the ball. If you want to protect, if you want to protect the jackal, yeah. playing against teams like a lot of the Sydney teams, I got my my nuts pulled hard a few yeah. times. I tell you what, I let go faster yeah. than you could. Works, doesn't it? Oh my god, that gets you off the ball. Like, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying do that, but no. Jesus, that got me off the we, ball. We had a coach once that says, "Boys, uh, the, I went. I won't tell you who it was because this is this is really bad." But he said. All men are worried about losing their nuts, but they're more worried about losing their eyeballs. <laughs> oh, he said, "Just a hand oh, on the face, awful, mate." He's not that's telling awful. you to gouge. He's like, "A hand on the face, mate." Just to let go. Out. Yeah. You can't run without your eyes. Can't run without. He used to say. He used to say. <laughs> yeah. Say you can't run without your eyeballs, boys. Like you technically can, but you go the wrong way. Oh God. But I mean, the, but it used to be. Yeah. At oh, you all get away costs, with that. Yeah. At all costs, get them off the ball because that's your job. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It was a different time. That's what you say to justify bad behaviour, isn't it? Yeah. It was a different time. Yeah. I'm on my phone now. I'm not even looking at any questions. I'm just deleting all the uh, German numbers from my phone. <laughs> I'm now hands-free. Ah! <laughs> I was wondering where this is going. Oh, mate. Why do you have to do, why do, you have to do that? Sorry. Why do you have to do that? So this week, right, This is it's Monday morning. We're in Cardiff. 
what are you doing this week? What does this week look like? Because the season started again. This so you're is not on holiday yeah. anymore. Last question. We're ending yeah. on this. Yeah, I know, but I want to I yeah. know what no, the week I do as looks well. like. Yeah, let's have a look now. Should we just ring Derwin and see what you're doing? Yeah, right. So just get on my Google calendar now. I'm on the Google calendar. Right. Arms tomorrow, 21s. So yeah, see, it's more like train this train this morning, 7 o'clock. I met one of the ex-boys just before this, had a coffee. Flats and Shanks, Ball Lake podcast. No, yeah. sorry, Shanks and, uh, Flats and Shanks podcast. Oh, right that's all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's always Flats first. No, no, so yeah, see you boys then. Tuesday, day off. Wednesday, dentist. Thursday, Vets. a bit of charity stuff in the morning. A little bit of stuff for the WIU. Um Mate, that's it. That's it this week. I got a nice well, quiet week this week. <laughs> well, well, that's a great week. <laughs> bit of Premier Sport the weekend? Uh, no, I've, I've, so far I've only agreed. I'm lucky, I'm only doing a few I'm games for them. Yeah, I know. You obviously got the got the nod over me then. Got the big gig, mate. Haven't I? Who's playing? Dragons v Kings. At home. Good stuff, mate. Yeah, well done. Thank God. Yeah, it's gonna no, be, I mean, it's be, gonna be a massive tune in. Premier it's Sport. All, they're two, one right? of the, they're two of those teams that last season I would say, Tommy. I don't want to be too disrespectful, but they were so bad at winning games last season those two teams that actually it might be a draw no I think I think you're wrong mate <laughs> I think you're wrong I think out of all the games they played between them winning three is pretty good I think it's going to be an epic who did the Kings beat Dragons right no it will be a good game evenly matched um, alright so <laughs> but, a, a, yeah. a nice week for you then as a, uh, to be fair that's quite quiet actually I haven't got too much stuff on but uh, I have been picking up the clubs a little bit and doing a little bit of golf oh, nice to see you, mate. I told you about that and being a good dad as well looking after the little one she's not in school yet so she's obviously home every day yeah so yeah looking after the little one as well that's nice oh well yeah, it's great to lovely. have you back on the show thank you so much for taking time out yeah your Thanks for asking. And, and oh, your busy it. schedule. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we could have picked any day, yeah. any time. Yeah, I'm free. Yeah. I'm we'd free we'd love to get you back on soon. Love to. Love Cheers, Wobby. Well Thanks, boys. Nice one. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. Mm. 